NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. If you sign up for WinBet right now, you'll get a $500 risk-free bet. All you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N. And if you send in your first win bet screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com you'll get a free sports gambling podcast t-shirt how great is that you get a free 500 bet and a free t-shirt plus there's tons of boosted bets including a wheel spin to boost parlays perfect for hashtag dgens only WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Mich- and Michigan is coming soon, and plenty more states are on the way. So keep checking sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N. Hello, and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. It is Wednesday, January 13th, and we are going to talk today about some quick picks for tonight's games, in case you're listening to this on your commute from the ride home uh, from work and and want some uh, quick picks for Wednesday night's game. Uh, then we're going to talk about uh, the biggest news items the uh, new protocols for the NBA and how that might affect the uh, road teams against the spread record. The road teams have been much better, surprisingly. And then uh, we're going to talk about uh, preview three uh, games for Thursday night. So, uh, Zach, Swiss Bank Broner, how are you doing, my man? Doing well. Good seeing you. And, yeah, we had a lot of fun on the uh, locker room stream yesterday. That was that was fun with uh, Munaf. Love talking games with him. So, um, yeah. I think we're doing more locker room stuff, so that was that was definitely fun. Definitely, shout out to Munaf, uh, who's always up for a good locker room chat. If you haven't joined the locker room app yet for our live streams, you definitely should. It's a mixture of uh, podcasting and sports call-in show. Anybody can jump on there, give us picks, ask us questions. Uh, I think you know, I think we're learning how to do better ones. I think last uh, night's was our best one yet, and we had the most people uh, uh, in the in the room. Yeah, it was it was definitely a lot of fun, and I think you know I, I think Kramer and Sean probably will do stuff with that for uh, the NFL games this weekend too. I'm sure. So yeah, uh, definitely. they did it last week. Yeah, they did it last week, and Kramer yeah. was just texting with me saying that he really enjoyed it, liked uh, having callers, just a different dynamic for their show. So it's it's fun talking to people out there who uh, we normally don't get to hear from. Yep. they just hear from us. Uh, okay, so let's jump into it. Uh, Quick picks for tonight. First up, we have Dallas Mavericks minus four and a half at the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Lots of players out for Dallas, but it looks like uh, Porzingis will be ready to go tonight. Charlotte has been hot, though, so I'm not really sure why the Mavericks are favored by four and a half in Charlotte. Uh, Only six of these two teams' combined games have gone over the total. We're looking at a total tonight of uh, 220 and a half, so maybe fade that total. Zach, where are you going with this game? Yeah, definitely like Charlotte here as the home dog. Uh, I've been impressed with this team so far. I I, I was a fan of them in the preseason, so um, good spot for Charlotte here, plus four. Really surprising that they're a a four-and-a-half-point dog at home when all of their players, except for Zeller, who's been out for a while, are healthy. Yeah, and and they've also been putting it together recently, so... 
Um, definitely like this spot for Charlotte. Obviously, Dallas looks like they'll have Luca, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at least they'll have their kind of core, but definitely probably a little bit rattled coming off the uh, situation last week with COVID. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, quickly, I was just to mention that uh, public money is slightly on the Mavericks and uh, sharp money is pretty heavy on the Mavericks, which surprises me, but I'm still going Hornets. You still thinking Hornets? Yeah, I'm like the Hornets here. Definitely going to be fun to watch Porzingis get back. Hopefully he looks, uh, you know, as good as he did at the end of the year last year before he got hurt. So looking forward to watching that game. Definitely. I think I'm excited he's coming back, but it might take him a couple games to play into shape. Moving on, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks minus 10.5 at the Detroit Pistons. This is already the third time these two teams have played, which I believe is the first time we've seen that this season so far. Uh, this is the lowest spread by far. Uh, the two games in Miami, Mil- Milwaukee, sorry, uh, Milwaukee was favored by, I think, 15.5 in the first game and then like 11.5 in the second game. Bucks won both of those games in Milwaukee, but only covered one. Detroit Pistons have looked a little better. Um, they won that game against the Suns, surprisingly, but I'm still leaning the Bucks here. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think I'm leaning Pistons here as the big home dog. Um, I know we're going to talk later about how home road splits haven't mattered as much, but I'm so used to it. Um, I, I want to shout out Jeremy Grant. We haven't talked about him much, but he's been playing really well in Detroit, so looking like a good um, gamble on himself this offseason. And... Um, yeah, he's averaging. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he looked really good in that role, and people people were all over him for leaving a good situation in Denver. He wanted to prove that he could be this type of player, which he's done so so far. So love to see that. And yeah, Pistons plus eleven here. I think they've been pretty frisky. Obviously at two and eight, but um, they've gotten both their wins at home. So um, I think it's a good. And good is this for the them. second of a back to back for them? Did they play last night? No, they played Utah on Sunday. That's right, and Utah held them to eighty six points, which yeah, is U- crazy. Utah busted their ass on Sunday, so you know, the, I think I think it'll be a uh, a, good, a good spot for Detroit tonight. Okay, I should just mention the uh, total on this game is uh, two twenty six and a half, and public money right now is on Milwaukee, as is sharp money. Moving on to the next game, we have the Brooklyn Nets minus six at the New York Knicks Battle of the Burrows. Here we go. Kyrie is still out, but KD is back and looks better than ever. Um, you know, we've got to remember he's not coming off of an injury or having COVID. He was just out for contract t- tracing. Um, right now, we have the Nets uh, pretty heavy public money on the Nets right now. Uh, sharp money slightly on the Knicks. I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Nets after uh, watching them the other night against uh, OKC and dominated. They, that looked good. OKC's been friskier. Uh, where are you going with this, Zach? Yeah, I think I'm leaning Knicks here. I think uh, they, they, they've been a little bit worse so far, but I like their ability to, to defend. Um, shout out to KD. He looked insane last night, 34-13-9. and nine against Denver, including a few big buckets late. So he was obviously electric last night. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I Yeah, I've, I messed that up. It was Denver I was talking about who's better. I said Oklahoma City, who they lost to on Sunday. They, yeah, they, they, I mean, he, he played well in that game too. So Katie looks obviously totally back. Um, this is going to be a really fun game to watch as well. I would say Knicks plus six, but, you know, definitely a fair price here. I uh, don't have a great lean either way. I, I think yeah. the, the— Could be a bit of a homer pick. Knicks are your team. Yeah, you know, a little, little, little homer action— uh, I will I will make Knicks plus six my quick pick, but uh, okay. you know we'll have the spreadsheet tonight. 
Yeah, definitely. Memphis Grizzlies at the Minnesota Timberwolves minus three. Looks like Cat's gonna. This is gonna be his fourth game uh, this season. He's looks like he's coming back from injury. Uh, in the his first game back uh, against the Spurs, he took them into overtime and they covered the spread. And then he sat the next game, which which was weird because then the Timberwolves won, won that game outright against the Spurs again. Um, so. Yeah, it looks like Cat is healthy. I'm not sure with Cat healthy why this is only Timberwolves minus three other than the Timberwolves have just been bad without him. But he is their team. So I like the Minnesota here against a still beat up Grizzlies. Yeah, I really like Minnesota in this game. Probably one of my favorite picks for tonight. So uh, I agree that I agree with everything you said. Go, go uh, T-Wolves here. Yeah, um, I'll just mention that public and sharp money pretty heavy on the Timberwolves so far. Okay. Moving on to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, minus eight and a half at OKC. Uh, both of these teams are on the second night of a back-to-back, although uh, this will be the second game back-to-back for the Thunder at home. Uh, they keep saying that you know LeBron and AD might, uh, sit out. I think AD's only sat out one game, though, and LeBron hasn't sat out any. Uh, it's hard to know what to do with this since they keep saying that they might sit out, but um, I guess I still have to go with Thunder. Uh, even though the Thunder looked bad last night, I like them as a home dog tonight. Yeah, I think with, with the injury report, it's very interesting. I think what you're seeing with the Lakers perhaps is that they're putting them as questionable every day. So they always have the option to rest them the next day. Uh, we saw like with Ben Simmons for the Sixers, they got a fine because they put him on the injury report with a foot injury after at the last, the prior injury report he had, he wasn't, he wasn't on it at all. Um, so maybe that's something to do with it. Obviously it is confusing. Um, I'll probably lean OKC as well, but yeah, obviously injury report big here. And now for a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsors, and we'll be right back. This podcast and all the great podcasts on Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a piss. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part of it is it allows you to bet with no vig that's right no vig betting that's in 40 states sign up at betteredge.com promo code sgp for a free ten dollar bet that's better b-e-t-t-o-r edge.com promo code sgp and finally we're brought to you then by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash That's aceperhead.com slash uh, Moving on, we have the Atlanta Hawks at the Phoenix Suns. Minus five and a half. This game was postponed. The... This game was postponed. Oh, it was? Yeah. God dang. So that's three games postponed now? Yeah, this game is postponed. Ugh. Okay, I can't even keep up with all of it. Um, it. It literally just happened in the last like thirty minutes. 
Okay, moving on. New Orleans Pelicans at LA Clippers. Clippers minus seven and a half. Uh, so far, I am seeing the public money um on the clippers uh 57 on the clippers for public money and then sharp money very heavy on the clippers um i kind of like the clippers here uh, even though i know i'm supposed to go with road dogs uh have been covering really well but uh where are you going with this yeah the pelicans obviously have lost three straight so they kind of had a hot start been stumbling um i would probably lean to pelicans plus seven the clippers haven't been that impressive but um yeah, this is I, I I don't have a great feel for this one. You know, yeah. you look at you look at the Clippers like you know they had that big spread against Chicago a couple nights ago. I think we both took the Clippers in that game. They were favored by like nine and a half, only one by three. Um, you know, so and same thing. Yeah, but that same, was, and the, Chicago's been hot. Yeah, same thing. Last, uh, you know, their last two home games have been San Antonio and Chicago, favored by you know seven or more each of those times, failed to cover but still won. So, uh, or they actually lost San Antonio. So. You know, they, they haven't been great in this spot. I would probably lean to Pelicans. Okay, moving on to our final game of the night. I, we have the uh, Portland Trailblazers at the Sacramento Kings. Right now I'm seeing a line of minus 3.5 for Portland with a total of 236. Um, I'm seeing public money on... Uh, the Trailblazers, no, I'm sorry, public money heavy, heavy on the Kings, but sharp money on the Trailblazers. Um, I mean, Kings Kings have been such a Jekyll and Hyde team this year, uh, but it looks like they're completely healthy. I think I'm still leaning Portland. I think Portland is starting to figure themselves out. Yeah, I'll probably lean Portland as well. Obviously, very, very fun game between Pacers and Kings uh, the other night. Kings got a big mm-hmm. win at home, but yeah, I would probably lean Portland here. They are, they're uh, coming off a win at home against Toronto. Yeah, and I actually, uh, yeah, it was a fun game against uh, Indiana with, uh, when they were there, but uh, Indiana ended up winning by, what, five? Um, I, you know, I, I heard a stat from, uh, I was reading on The Athletic that right now the Sacramento Kings have a historically bad worst defense. Who does? The Sacramento Kings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see that. They're obviously, I mean, they've had issues with their personnel too, like Marvin Bagley, his dad asking to get here for him to get traded in the middle of a game. Um, so I don't know how what their buy-in level is. Obviously, Tyrese Halliburton has been the bright spot for this team. He's a bright spot uh, rookie for sure. Uh, I'm not sure how much he can swing games, but we'll see. I, I, I still like the Portland here. Yeah, geez. And I mean, look, they, they've allowed 122, 125, 144, 128, 137 yeah. their last five <laughs> games. That's pretty insane. Uh, okay, uh, moving on to uh, what we're talking about today in the news. Uh, I'm going to tell this segment, It's Always Something, because <laughs> it always seems like something this year. Right now, the NBA and NBPA have agreed to, uh, that's the Players Association, new COVID protocols. Uh, I guess they have to make sure to be wearing face masks at all times on team benches and in locker rooms. They also are only allowed to fist bump when socializing before and after the games, and pre-game team meetings will be restricted to 10 minutes. Uh, I think the biggest thing here, though, as far as from a handicapping perspective, Teams on the road will no longer be able to dine at pre-approved restaurants. 
with all players and staff restricted to their hotel except for emergencies. And when the teams are in their home markets, players and team staff must remain at their residence. Um, I guess, you know, that's better to be at your residence than stuck in a hotel room. Uh, We saw that uh, players went a little batty uh, stuck in their hotel rooms in the bubble, but at least they had the benefit of not traveling in the bubble. They have to travel and then just be stuck in their hotel rooms, which is got to be a bummer for uh, road teams. Um, Before we get into kind of the against the spread trends of home road teams, uh, what's your initial reaction to this, Zach? I mean, look, I think it's necessary to get through this uh, turbulent times. Uh, So, you know, getting this getting this season in requires a ton of buy in from all hands on deck. Obviously, you know, credit to the players and everyone who's making these sacrifices. But, you know, this protocol is so extensive. It's obviously it's crazy that this is what it takes, but this is what it takes to do it outside of a bubble. So they got to just, you know, fight on. But um, definitely think that it's going you're going to see as this season goes along you know the good teams are going to keep buying in you know they're going to be the ones that are like all right we're committed to every single day you know coming in following the protocol blah blah blah. and for teams whose season starts tailing off i think you're going to see you know this is tough to stay bought in when it requires this much to you know be a part of the season yeah and we saw that a little bit in the bubble uh with i mean the wizards barely brought you know any players to the bubble yeah Um, and but they had you know you could say that they weren't really buying in and uh or Orlando Magic once they uh Jonathan Simmons went out uh they kind of seemed to check out and uh were a totally different team so you can see that uh you know moving quickly if uh, once players start they're just sitting around with their thoughts all day in their in their hotel room or just with their team members so it's got to be tough um and yeah. I, you know we were going to start seeing I think some regression for away teams anyways, because we've started off the year right now, away teams straight up are 82 and 77, uh, winning at a 51.6%. Uh, so obviously home, the, the home, uh, favorite, you know, has evaporated because, uh, the home teams are only winning at 48.4%. It is even worse against the spread. Away teams are covering 55% of the time. Um, so if Zach and I just picked all the away teams this season so far, our picks record would look better. Uh, what's your initial reaction to that, Zach? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think obviously the – I think – maybe it shows that we're overrating kind of like the comforts of being at home. You know, I think mm-hmm. network, I think maybe it's showing that a lot of what home court advantage is actually about is that home crowd, that energy that your fans bring to the arena. You know, I think in the beginning of the season, it was easy to say, Oh, you know, you got to sleep in your own bed. You have your own locker room, your own facility. And that, that makes up some edge for the home team. I think we're seeing it, it played out that, you know, if you it's basically just a neutral floor every game or, or something you know you know some slight home court advantage but not to the three points that we usually like to assess for home court so um i think it's obviously a very fascinating research project to try to quantify uh stuff like this i know ken palm does that for college basketball um but yeah it's going to be interesting to follow this all year yeah and clearly we're not the only ones who are struggling to handicap games because right now dogs are covering 58% of the time so far. So yeah. again, 
if we just took the dogs the entire way here, uh, we'd be even doing better than if we had just taken the away teams. Also, away dogs, 61.5% of the time they're covering. I mean, that is astounding. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's just like it's but you know it's just so hard because uh, you have you have to be really you, know, you have to you have to be very like, it's very difficult to uh, you know take all these dogs. You really got to hold your nose, suck it up, and be like, all right, I'm taking you know whatever the magic against you know the bucks or something like that. That's just a random random tea, but you you, you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean you're it requires balls. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> It's so in our nature to want to take home favorites, even if they're giving up a, a higher spread. But home favorites only covering 38.5% of the time so far this season, which, I mean, is reflected in both of our records, I think. Yeah, to- I mean, that, like, you know, it's totally like that, 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 that Clippers game tonight. It's like you want to take that Clippers minus seven, but, um, that, you know, they haven't been great in that spot. But, it's, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it shows that, you know, maybe, um, um, just gotta you know take out home court advantage consider these games more like they're on a neutral floor and that kind of plays in the trends that you're bringing up yeah i guess when you think about it as we both started off slow picking games against the bubble in the spread uh picking games against the spread in the bubble last year but uh you know we we kind of figured it out after a while and got better uh, I guess we just have to think of it kind of as in the bubble and take away home advantage altogether. Yeah, or, or or at least somewhere you know closer to that than thinking you know, okay, Clippers you know are four points better than than the Pelicans plus three for home court advantage. You know this is probably saying you know Clippers are six points better than the Pelicans, and then only one point of that is actually accounting for home court advantage. So um, you know that's not meant to be exact math, but um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, anything else you want to say about that crazy trend uh, or any of the new protocol stuff before we move on to our previews for Thursday? No, just uh, hope that everyone stays safe and uh, the players, you know, making a ton of sacrifice. So it's it's uh, great to have NBA NBA back, but obviously at a big cost. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, we already mentioned the Charlotte Hornets because they're playing tonight, but we wanted to preview the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Hornets have been on fire lately, especially against the spread. They're six and five on the year against the spread, and they are traveling to the lowly Tampa Bay uh, Raptors, who are only three and seven against the spread so far this year. They have started to look feistier. Pascal Siakam seems to be coming around. Um, you were on the Charlotte team early, even before. Uh, the season started, Zach, though. Uh, do you think that uh, Toronto has a chance against the Charlotte team, being that Charlotte's coming off of a back-to-back? Yeah, I think this is actually a pretty good spot for the Raptors. I mean, they they started off that that road trip uh, with, a, with a bad loss to the Suns. Or not a bad loss, but a loss to the Suns. And then they finish it with just, you know, two losses by a total of two points to the Warriors and the Blazers, including that, you know, C.J. McCollum dagger that... that buried them um in that game so i think they're they're close they're getting better every game obviously um it's tough to you know you could coin flip both those games and they're they're coming off back-to-back road wins and they're looking like they're back to this team so i like the raptors in this spot I think pascal has gotten better um you know he looks a little more comfortable um in this you know now he's totally a featured role and people know his tendencies 
Uh, hopefully, you know, getting Kyle Lowry back healthy. He missed a game or two. Um, so I, I like this spot for the Raptors. Curious to see what the spread is here. It'll probably be, you know, six and a half, seven, I would have to say. Uh, you think six and a half? I think, uh, I think the, the Raptors would be favored by, you know, five, maybe five, six, you know, something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I could see that if Dallas is favored by four and a half in Charlotte, I guess, yeah, exactly. uh, I guess the bookmakers aren't really buying into this, uh, Charlotte, uh, hot streak so far. And, uh, they have been, uh, you know, we, we were surprised to see Toronto favored in golden state, uh, as well as in Sacramento too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think people are still giving the Raptors, you know, time, Obviously, Nick Nurse has kind of earned that in, in these in these past couple of years with how good he's been. Um, so I think, yeah, this is going to be a good spot for the Raptors. Obviously, got to wait for that line to come out. But Hornets, you know, they're coming off four straight wins, but um, none of them were against, uh, you know, a, a, a bona fide playoff team. You know, I still think of the Raptors as that team. That could be wrong, but um, I do I do still hold them in a high level of regard. Yeah, and... Uh... I agreed. Agreed. Um, anything else to say about this game, or should we go ahead and move on to our next preview? No, nah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be definitely fun to uh, see Lamelo Ball, you know, against uh, Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry, just kind of two like the anti Lamelo Ball in terms of kind of their career arc, blah, you know, that type of thing. So it'll definitely be fun to see Lamelo, how young he is, how good he's looked against two of the biggest junkyard dog guards in the NBA. Yeah. Um, well, it, it feels appropriate to move from the Raptors into talking about the Rockets because, uh, we're going to preview the Rockets at the Spurs for Thursday night, but there has been some continued rumors about, uh, uh, James Harden going to the Raptors, maybe for some kind of Kyle Lowry trade. Uh, any thoughts on if that might happen? I mean, James Harden has continued. He came in looking out of shape and checked out, and he's continued to look even more checked out, really putting up pedestrian lines for him. Yeah, and obviously last night uh, he had those explosive comments at the end of his press conference saying that he's, you know, done all he can do and that this team is a mess, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I think it, it's definitely getting worse in Houston. There's, you know, he's making that situation kind of ugly right now. You know, obviously he wants out. So I think this could definitely be a low point for the for the rat. I think this could be a big time blowout here. The Spurs Rockets game. I haven't heard anything about that Raptors trade package. Um, But, you know, I think James Harden, you know, the the Rockets maybe are going to regret holding out so much because James Harden is plummeting his own trade value right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And every team that might trade for him, you know, is seeing is it doesn't really seem like he would put any of these teams over the top to win a title. Maybe he would, but you know, bring it back to this you game. You would change the dynamic for the Raptors though. I mean, they feel like they need some kind of momentum swing. Yeah, that, that definitely. And, they, and they're obviously experienced with making that type of aggressive trade with getting Kawhi, who was a very similar situation. He, his stock was so down. And then, um, you know, he reminded everyone that he's one of the five best players in the world, but um yeah, yeah the, and they traded one of their fan favorite stalwarts in DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's definitely possible. I, I think Harden doesn't want to go to the Ra- the Raptors, so um, that maybe because he, he it, it, it would be a rental. They obviously did a rental with Kawhi. You know, mm-hmm. we it, it's it's not very clear right now what what's going on with that trade situation. So, but there was reporting today that James Harden might be sitting out until he is moved. Um, that was from Adam Zagoria. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like for the Rockets, that would be in their favor if he sits out because uh, the more he plays like this, the lower his trade value is going to go. So if he sits out at least a couple weeks, maybe teams can talk themselves into uh, you know remembering the James Harden of yesteryear. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, the last night was just not a good look, and they obviously got blown out by the Lakers and with not much effort on a defensive end. Right, right. Um, okay, so talking about the Spurs, uh, they're you know playing at home. Uh, one thing I had thrown out yesterday on our uh, locker room live stream, the Spurs are the best team against the spread in the first half this season, and they covered again last night. Um, so if you're looking for maybe a first quarter, first half bets, you should definitely look on the side of the Spurs because I imagine that they'll come out uh, locked in against this Houston team who's uh, beat up on them the last couple years. But certainly uh, Houston is struggling uh, and we you know, don't see maybe maybe they'll pull if Harden starts sitting out, maybe they'll pull it together as kind of a, uh, you know, Bill Simmons Ewing theory and the other team members will step up. But uh, yeah, the more that Harden hangs around and it seems like uh, Boogie Cousins is just, you know, he, he was thrown out twice already in the last week. Uh, he wasn't thrown out last night, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, what do you think about the Spurs team going up against the Rockets? Yeah, I definitely like the Spurs a lot here. Obviously, uh, DeMar DeRozan's availability is going to be key to watch for this game. Um, he was out with personal reasons last night. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a slam dunk spot for the Spurs. Obviously, I think, you know, they they will be favored in this game, potentially by a decent amount of points. But uh, this Rockets team just needs to uh, get rid of James Harden and restart, like you said. Not, not that they'll be better, um, but we'll know what we're getting out of them from an effort perspective on, on a night and night out. We can kind of recalibrate how good they are as you know a john wall christian wood pick and roll team going mm -hmm. forward right now they're just so unknown because they have hardened but they have these chemistry issues they're not really playing defense um and it's such and a, just when you want to start fading them across the board they'll have a great game yeah because look if james harden goes out and, and and plays like james harden that we know you know they should probably be favored in this game right if you're going to get 100 mm -hmm. percent james harden effort um so it's just so hard to say, but yeah, I, I don't think we're getting that. It looks like they they're headed for an ugly divorce, and um, it's too bad because I like how John Wall has looked as well as Christian Wood, and to be kind of torpedoed by Harden, it bums me out because I I like the uh, John Wall reemergence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm a fan of John Wall too. He seemed pretty disappointed in the in the situation last night in his press conference availability as well. So. Um, it's a going to be I mean, a, watching him. Do you think he looks like old John Wall again? Um, I mean, he's put up good counting stats, right? But I don't know if he's the same player. It's been like a kind of a not that serious of a situation. Um, but mm -hmm. he, he looks good. And obviously, with how good he looks and with how good KD looks, uh, you got to think that the Achilles injury is not as much of a death knell as it used to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because his explosiveness doesn't look as hampered. Um, you know, maybe he's a little bit slower and it's hard to tell you, right, because of the situation in Houston right now. But, uh, yeah, I like, I think he looks good. And I think that uh, if they're able to just kind of hand this team over to he and Christian Wood, they can really build something. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to our final game that we're going to be previewing. Uh, okay, so just a re quick recap. Uh, you're leaning uh, Raptors, Spurs. I'm leaning Hornets, Spurs, yeah, depending yep. on the lines. Yep. 
Okay, uh, final game of Thursday that we're going to talk about is the Indiana Pacers at the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, just a heads up, this is the second night of a back-to-back for the Trailblazers. They are playing tonight at the Kings, so they're going to have to travel as well. I imagine that the uh, Pacers have just they've been kind of on a middle of an extended road trip and they're just staying on the West coast right now. Um, I guess, you know, my knee jerk right now is to guess that the Blazers will be slightly favored because they're at home, but to go ahead and take the Pacers as that, uh, home or that road dog. Yeah. I think this probably be like Blazers minus one and a half, maybe something like that. Um, yeah. Blazers minus two. I, I I agree. I Indiana, we I think we were both on that last night in Golden State. Nice performance um there. And yeah, I mean, I think this any Indiana team is pretty freaking good. Um obviously I think Portland uh you know, we, I, I do we we both like them in Sacramento tonight, so um that'll be a, a game where they're kind of in that favorite role, come back against a much higher in class Indiana team. Um and yeah, they're you know having a no rest disadvantage or anything like that. So I like Indiana here. Yeah, I like Indiana. I like how they're you know I was down on them coming into this season because I thought you know the Victor Oladipo seemed uh, begrudged and uh, wanted out, but he looks to be playing back to his All Star level, fitting well together with uh, Malcolm Brogdon uh, and uh, Sabonis and Miles Turner. Games continues. Games continue to evolve in that front court. Um, overall, I'm I'm starting to really buy into this Indiana team, and I could see them making a lot of noise in the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs. Yeah, they're they're definitely solid, and um, you know that that was a, that was a really big win for them last night in Golden State. So good to see them get that win. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on the Trailblazers? I mean, they've uh, been looking better. They've uh, won three in a row, um, and and covered. Uh, they've won three in a row and covered both of the, all three of those games. Uh, they looked shaky to start off the season. Um, what was their problem? And have you you know seen anything from watching them? I haven't seen too much. I think you know obviously with, with this Blazers team, they've always been carried by um, they've always been carried by this backcourt in the regular season. I think they were expecting to get a little more out of Rocco and uh, Derek Jones than they are. I mean, Rocco's only averaging six points per game here. Um, they're you know they're both they're both averaging six points per game. Uh, I think people thought that this would be a really elevating aspect. Uh, you know these offseason moves to raise the floor of this team and be you know different than the wings they've had in the past. Neither of those guys have really shown or or played like the pieces they thought they were going to be. Um, so that's obviously concerning. Rocco only shooting thirty percent from three here. So hopefully those guys can get better. Uh, obviously fitting into a new situation, but. Until then, yeah, it's going to be Dame and CJ putting everything on their shoulders as it's been uh, thus far this year. Okay. Uh, well, thanks, Zach. That's going to wrap it up for us. Make sure to check out our most updated Against the Spread picks. Every day we pick every game, um, whether we know what we're doing or not. Go to sg.pn slash NBA picks. Check that out or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and just find the NBA picks in the drop-down menu. You can follow Zach at NBA Zach B on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Um, we're going to take tomorrow off, but we'll be back on Friday with a live uh, locker room stream that I will be uploading as a bonus episode to the podcast uh, feed as well. Uh, I think looking to do that at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Locker Room. Zach, does that sound good? 
Yeah, it sounds good. And uh, I'm glad to make it through this podcast without my computer crashing. It's a very, very, that's a big milestone for us. (laughs) Listeners don't even understand how great that is. I mean, we are just, uh, you know, breaking new records left and right here. So uh, thanks to everybody who subscribed. The numbers have been great. Really appreciate it. Uh, Check us out on our Slack channel. Um, go to sg.pn slash slack to join. And we've got an NBA channel where we're always talking about picks. Uh, all right, guys, talk to you soon. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.